I sexually identify as a piece of mail for the United States Postal Service because all I ever do is fucking send it. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you joining me. If you've been listening for a long time, thank you very much for your patronage. By listening to any more than one episode at a time, I really do appreciate that gesture of consolidarity. If this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Mark Singh. I am an NLP dating coach. I use neuro-linguistic programming to reprogram the bullshit in my clients' heads to make them more attractive to women, to make them happier, more effective at life, make more money. It's funny because a lot of clients get on the phone with me with my free breakthrough session. They're like, can you really like fix people's bullshit in their heads and like make them make more money, make them get girls? Come on, bro. You're blowing smoke up my ass in the worst way. And I'm like, nah, man, seriously. Because your programs, they're just illusions. It's BS, belief system. It was put in there at a young age by somebody who didn't have your best interest in mind. Most of the time, it's not even conscious that they gave this to you. It's just some bullshit belief system of your dad, your mom, your siblings, TV show you watched, friends, whoever the fuck it was. And now you're working with this operating system that when using these NLP modalities, we use visualization to remove them. They're easily removed and easily replaced. So why wouldn't you choose your thoughts, right? Why wouldn't you choose your programming? It just makes no sense to me why more of you guys aren't joining, but you probably don't believe it, dude. You're like, nah, too good to be true. Hey, if that's the way you want to think, I can't hold it against you because I thought that way too. But check out my reviews and maybe even trust my word personally that I have your best interest in mind. And I'm telling you, bro, it absolutely changed my life. It absolutely turned me into the girl magnet that I am today, the money magnet that I am today, the extremely satisfied and happy man that I am today when at one point I was suicidal, agoraphobic, couldn't look at a girl, let alone go talk to one. And via NLP, as well as moving into my fears willingly, I was able to overcome that shit. So if you wanna meet with me to talk about it, you could even tell me, bro, I don't believe in this shit. I think it's bullshit. And I'll be like, <laughs> all right, man, you know, that that's up to you, that's your prerogative. But a lot of the times we fear what we don't understand. And because of that, we miss good opportunities. So if that's you, I'd love to meet you. I'm not gonna sit around trying to convince you. I'm gonna be like, trust me, man, it works, dog. I'm telling you, son. Uh, that's not my style, but dude, read the fucking testimonials. All of those are real. None of those are fake. And guys say shit like, dude, I had one NLP session with Mark. I was in his program for one week and I got a blow job without even doing anything. This girl just like threw herself at me. So that's, that's what happens to my guys, man. You know, the nature of reality is first you think of the picture, then you paint it, then you step inside of it. What kind of picture are you thinking of? I can only imagine if things aren't going well for you, Maybe you have some thoughts, even those that are subconscious that aren't conducive to your happiness, to attracting women, to getting money, whatever your situation is, that's by virtue of your thoughts. Look at your life right now. That's all belief systems. That's all you're thinking. That's what manifested that life. So if there's something you don't like, the root of it is a belief system. And that's exactly what we attack in my program is the root of your belief systems to turn you into a bonafide girl magnet. So. In today's podcast, I want to talk about the three powers that you must cultivate in order to be a superior man. Now, before I launch into the content, I want to do a little caveat here. Listen, guys, this is my opinion, 
And just like I just said, it's a belief system. It's an attitude. It's something I fucking pulled out of thin air, really based on the results that I found in my own life, being attractive to women, being successful as a businessman, being extremely happy. This is what belief system has led me to this life. So dude, I'm telling you to choose your own belief systems. You do not have to buy into this at all. You could think I'm a complete douche canoe for even thinking these things. And you know what? That's absolutely fine. But in my experience, which is completely different from yours, this is what I found to be the root that creates the kind of life that we want as men, as superior men. And when I say superior man, what I'm talking about is a guy who is extremely content, extremely satisfied, is able to pretty much get any girl he wants, is making the money he wants, lives the fucking lifestyle he wants, has freedom, enjoys his life, right? Goes to bed at night feeling like his own hero, being proud of himself, is able to look himself in the eyes and say, brother, I'm proud of you, I love you, you're a fucking champion. That's what I think a superior man is. Now, maybe your definition of a superior man is completely different, and you know what? That's absolutely fine. Listen we can still be friends and disagree. You don't have to agree with me with everything. So this is just my thing. And in fact, we could even say this is a podcast that I'm recording for myself because I want to adhere to these qualities. So the last power I'm gonna talk about is by far the most important power. So please stay tuned for that. It's gonna have the most content in it. But I'm gonna start with three powers that in my opinion, make you attractive to women first and foremost, because here in this podcast, that's really what we focus on, but also allow you to attract the money, attract the friendships, attract the peace, attract the freedom, everything that we all want as men. This is what I believe the three powers are. Okay, but we really wanna focus on girls here because that's why you guys listen, the most of you. Yeah, you wanna develop yourself as a man, but we also wanna get girls with it. So these three powers really apply to women most of all. Okay, so the first power, in my opinion, is physical power, okay? I call it physical power. Now, obviously, we have a body, and obviously, the more efficient that body performs, the more success we're gonna have in no matter what we do. So I'm not gonna go too deep down a rabbit hole on this, but I think it's really important that we train the body, particularly lifting weights, particularly the muscles, mobility, stretching, and make the body into a smooth running machine as much as humanly possible. This makes us more efficient, but not only that, women want to know that you can protect them and they want to know that you are more powerful, physically powerful than they are. I have talked to girls about this because I have a tiny butt and chicken legs. And when a girl can squat more than I can, which is a lot of those girls at the gym, especially the ones with the badonkadonk butts, they find it unattractive that they are stronger than me. So what you'll find when you get really familiar with women, when you get really good with women, if they doubt your physical strength at all, they're gonna test it. They're gonna challenge you to an arm wrestling competition. They're gonna push you. They're gonna maybe smack you in the face. They're gonna test your physical prowess, your physical strength, because ultimately she wants to know that you can protect her. Now, I wanna put emphasis on that word can, okay? Especially in today's society with feminism and chicks getting pissed off at the slightest little slight against femininity, which I never intend to do. And if you took it that way, well, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. But when I say can, I say they don't want you to, they don't absolutely need it. They just wanna know it's there if they have to depend on it. They like the luxury to be able to fall back on a man who's physically able to 
not only protect them, but take care of them. And this also goes into sex, boys. When you're having sex, do you fucking gas out in two minutes and you're sweating all over her, panting, can't even hold yourself up in a push-up position for more than a couple minutes? I mean, that's extremely unattractive or you have like such a beer gut that you can't even get your dick inside of her because her gigantic ass and your big beer gut collide and it's like trying to park a tiny little car into a garage that's too far away. And she kind of resents you for that, bro. Like if you're physically out of shape, if you look all blown out, if you look lazy, what does that say about you? Well, on the surface, she's only going to conclude that you are lazy. Now, I know obesity, it's one of those touchy things. I'm not saying every person who's overweight or out of shape is lazy. There are physical maladies that prevent people from getting in shape. But ultimately, the initial conclusion she makes about you is that you're lazy, you're unmotivated, you're not ambitious, and you're not going to be able to protect her or at least carry a heavy box for her upstairs when she's moving. Okay, these are the kinds of things that chicks think about. And I don't know about you, but like, I don't want to date a girl who's stronger than me. I want to be able to pick her up, throw her onto the bed, switch her back and forth between sexual positions. And when I look at her, I want her to know, little girl, I got you. And I'm a lot stronger than you are. And I'm going to take care of you with this strength. These hands are here to protect you. Now, some of you may make the argument to me that, wait a minute, a lot of girls say they like dad bods. A lot of girls say they like the beer belly because when a guy has a beer belly, it means he's comfortable with himself. Well, let me tell you this. Go watch those videos on YouTube where girls are interviewed about what kind of body do they like. Every single girl who says they like a dad bod, do you know what she looks like? She looks like a fucking canyon mule. Girls who are attracted to guys who don't take care of themselves don't take care of themselves. They don't work out. They don't eat right. They don't care about fitness. So of course they want a dude who doesn't care about fitness as well because they don't want him to make her feel insecure about her body. Do you want that kind of girl? I can guarantee 99.99% of you dudes, unless you like a little jiggle in the wiggle, do not want that kind of girl. You want a girl who is in shape, a girl who works out, a girl has a nice flat tummy, a nice ass, whether that's big or small, up to you. But you want that hot girl, right? A girl who's physically fit. Why do we want a girl who's physically fit? Because that's a health sign. It shows that she's able to have a healthy baby. Now, we don't think this consciously, but unconsciously, anthropologically written into our DNA, we want a girl who has a body that is in shape enough that tells us she's healthy enough to have a healthy baby. Okay, so we want that fine girl. I know all you dudes. I know, like, you can't lie to me, bro. Like, I don't care how much you try to convince me. Like, oh, yeah, I just like chicks that are all blown out. She looks like a mountain troll and her breath smells like her armpit farted. That's exactly what I want. Bullshit. You want a hot girl. I know it. You know it. Hell, even I know it. So the way to get that girl is to get into shape. Now, if you're not in shape, I urge you to start working out. You don't have to go too crazy. You don't have to be completely shredded. But as I've also said in a recent podcast, if you just cut out sugar and simple carbohydrates like breads and pastas, you would be amazed at how quick the fat gets melted off your body. It's hard to do because sugar is in almost everything. I strongly suggest a paleo type diet. I basically eat meat, vegetables, nuts, and a little bit of fruit. That's basically the core of my diet, and I'm 44 with a six-pack. It's really not that hard. You just got to cut out the sugars, simple carbohydrates, and lift. Lifting is so good for you. It strengthens your muscles. It strengthens your ligaments. It's really good for your skeletal structure. 
It makes you so much healthier looking. You walk around with your head held high. It's just really necessary. So that's one of the powers. I think physical power, because we're in a physical body and physically is how we mend with the woman. That's how we get together with her. You need to be more powerful than she is. If she's more powerful than you are, it is gonna be a turnoff. And also just in life, man, like I'm ripped. Most people aren't. Most people, 90% of people are just out of shape and blown out. Like when I walk through society, when I go to the supermarket, the gas station, wherever the hell I'm going, it's like that extra edge, you know what I'm saying? And let's be honest with each other. Guys are always sizing each other up. People are always looking at you and judging you. And a guy who takes care of himself, who's in shape, who really puts a lot of thought and effort into that, really says something about his character. It says like, he didn't just give up. He's willing to move into pain willingly. He's an achiever, he's ambitious, and girls are attracted to that. You know, I always say looks aren't everything. The third component of power, which I'm gonna discuss in a minute, is far more important than it, but it is important. It just gets your foot in the door and it makes you so much more successful in society. Now, the second component of power, a lot of you guys will disagree with, and this has been a recent discovery for myself that has absolutely blown my mind. You know, when you get to a slightly higher level, you realize there's so much more levels to get to that you never even looked at before. And that's the cool thing about life is we'll never stop developing. We'll never stop climbing that mountain because the second you get to the top of one mountain, the top doesn't even really exist, but let's say you get to the top of one mountain, there's another mountain right there waiting for you. And right now that other mountain is the ability to fight. At least for me, this has been a gigantic epiphany for me is that women, let's go with women first, will oftentimes test to see if they can beat up or hurt physically the guy who they're dating. And if they can, they lose so much attraction for him, so much attraction for him. I talked about this recently in a podcast where my best friend, when I was a kid, got slapped super hard by a girl who said she could slap him and make him like whimper. And he said, go ahead, bring it on. And she did it and he didn't fucking budge. He had sex with her that night. I've been in many situations where girls will punch me in the stomach. They'll like slap my face jokingly. They'll pinch my arm really hard. They'll like pinch the shit out of my ass. They'll grab my balls in an effort to try to hurt me to see if I'm tough enough to be able to protect them. You know, you look at warriors, guys in the military, guys who do MMA, Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioners, guys who do Muay Thai and boxing and like who pulls the chicks, bro? Like, let's be honest, who pulls the hottest of the hot? Well, the third thing I'm gonna talk about is the way to pull the hottest of the hot, but one of the ways to do it is through that ability to fight, through that ability to defeat other men in battle. I mean, this too is written into our DNA, isn't it? We come from tribal communities, that would fight with each other and the warrior was respected. The warrior was the one that was held in high esteem and he got all the girls. He was the guy who people turned to. And look at you as a man, bro. Like what are you gonna end up doing when you marry a girl and you have a family? A lot of you guys are gonna get married. You're gonna probably have about two kids, which is average. Are you gonna be able to protect them? Do you have the skill set to be able to protect that family if two motherfuckers break into your house with guns? Would you know what to do? Would you know what to do if somebody tried to rape your daughter? Would you know what to do if somebody tried to hurt your wife? Would you know what to do if you were in a supermarket and an active shooter came in? Are you that sheep dog that protects the sheep from the wolves? Or are you just the sheep yourself and you're gonna go cower and hope that somebody else protects you and your family? Nobody's coming. When you call the police, you know what the average response time is? I think it's something like five to 10 minutes. Nobody's protecting you, you have to protect yourself.
And in my situation, you know, when I first met Marissa, I didn't know how to fight at all. I was in decent shape. Actually, I think when I first met her, I may have looked like a chicken McNugget with tits, got in shape kind of while I was dating her. But recently, over the past two years, I've been really into fighting. I always talk about it, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've done some boxing as well. And I'm really interested in Muay Thai, which I'm going to get into after I achieve my blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But she always says like when I come home from jits and I have like my rash guard on and I got like my clothes on and sometimes I'll have like a black eye or like a bloody lip or something. She's like, God, that's so sexy that you're learning to fight. And I talk about it with my other girlfriends too. I'm like, if that dude right there was a really good fighter, would you be more attracted to him? And they always say, oh, hell yeah, super sexy guys who are able to fight. Now, quick caveat about this, can fight doesn't mean you are fighting all the time because a lot of guys who get into fights a lot particularly at the bars or street fights are very angry. They have a lot of rage inside of them and they just want to get it out. So I liken it to the quote from the Bible that says the meek will inherit the earth. Well, the original translation, according to Jordan Peterson, is the meek, meaning those who know how to fight, or I should say those who can use their swords, but keep them in the scabbard. So the meek will inherit the earth means guys who can fight but choose not to unless under the direst of circumstances. I know for me, I'm not trying to go get into fights. In fact, I will do just about anything to avoid them because I believe every fight avoided is a fight won. But should somebody try to hurt me, my family, particularly my daughter, they are getting choked the fuck out. I've been doing jujitsu for two and a half years now. I'm pretty confident I could take somebody who doesn't have any training, but I want to keep training just in case the wolf has training himself. I also train with firearms. I have mace in my car. Like, think about this shit, bro. Like, if somebody comes up to your window with a bat, what are you going to do in a road rage situation? Are you going to be able to defend yourself? What I strongly suggest is just keeping some mace right there in your side door. Somebody approaches you and you feel under threat, you can mace them. If you feel under threat for your life, in most states, you can shoot them. Of course, consult your state's regulations when it comes to that, but I also carry a firearm sometimes. So this is the decision you have to make. Like, can you fight? Can you protect? Your job as a man is to be the protector, protect, provide, preside. And this includes not only over women, but your family, your brothers. Are you the dude that your brothers can count on to get your fucking back? Like we remember what it was like in middle school. Like I got your back, bro. If you get in a fight with Jimmy, I'm going to get your back. I'm going to hold people back and I'm going to jump on him too. It's like, that's instinctual for men, but we lose it because the mass pussification of the American male and probably the Canadian male, the British male, the Australian male, the German male, all of us are being massively pussified but it's in your heart, it's in your DNA to fight, dude. You were born a fighter. That's why when we're kids, we wrestle, we play with swords, we play with guns. Now, I think that there's a higher evolution that we're gonna evolve past that, my personal belief, the need to fight, the need for struggle, the need for anything fear-based. But right now we are still in the evolution of the human mind that we still fight each other. There's still evil people out there that we need to defend both ourselves and our family from, my personal belief. All right, the third power, and this is by far the most important one, is social power. The ability to control the frame, the ability to lead conversations, the ability, as I spoke about in a recent podcast, to say no, to ask for things, to control the frame and sit through the uncomfortable social pressure that comes when you create disagreeable and or confrontational environments via social interactions. 
So in my opinion, communication is the most important thing about being a human being. You will never be able to change my mind. Like you take an MMA fighter, you're just gonna be like, nah, bro, like fighting, physicality is the most important thing. I think that pales in comparison to the ability to have social power. Now let's look at really hot girls, okay? And a lot of you guys don't know this, but really hot girls are attracted, as is all girls actually, but the way to get a really hot girl is to have social power in the environment in which you meet her, okay? What is social power? It's status, it's value, it's pre-selection, which means having other hot girls with you. Why is it that the rock star always gets the girl? Social power. Why is it that the DJ always gets the girl? Social power. The MMA guy even, he's the center of attention, social power. He thinks it's fighting power and that does play a role into it as I just discussed, but overall it's social power. A guy like me who rolls into nightclubs with three nines on his arm, social power. A guy like me who was a bouncer for five years, making 11 bucks an hour, wearing a red t-shirt that simply says staff on the back and every hawker was throwing herself at me because of social power in that environment. Now, there's social power that's environmental based, such as what I just talked about being a DJ, a bartender, a rock star, whatever that social environment dictates, but there's also social power of just talking to a girl, of being able to, as I always talk about, and a lot of you guys should predict what I'm gonna say, control the frame, lead the conversation, give her an experience that she doesn't even know what she wants and leading her to that. If you have that ability to control the frame, to control the situation, not only on the girl, but also on the group that the girl happens to be in, and suddenly you ascend to the leader position, girls get attracted to you immediately. I do a lot of different hobbies. I'm into a lot of different things, and I always ascend quickly to the top without me really being socially the dude who should be at the top, right? So let's say somebody's throwing an event, okay? And I'll show up and we'll all be chatting. And let's say there's like 20 people there. And I hope this is true for you too, that as soon as they see your frame, as soon as they hear how you talk, how you make people laugh, how you take control of the situation, how you're charismatic, you're vibrant, you have a good energy, you're very, very confident, you ascend to the top naturally. I always wanna ask you guys, if you were in a situation where Armageddon happened, right? And suddenly everything closes down and you're in a bank, okay? In the bank, there's like 25, 30 people. And suddenly that's the only people who are left on the earth. Would you be the one to ascend to the leadership position? I know for damn sure that I probably would. If not the leader, then probably the second dude in command, I would definitely be at the top. Why do I know this is true? Because every single social environment I go into, even if I'm the dude who technically shouldn't be in power, I always somehow ascend to power. And that goes into my next point is that just because someone's been given the status of he's the regional manager of the West Wing or whatever the fuck, it doesn't mean that he has the social power. You can ascend past that person and he can actually be supplicating to you and deferring to you in social interactions. For example, I was a bouncer as I always talk to you guys about. The GM of the club I worked at was completely deferred to me. He was completely in supplication to me and would like ask me things like, hey, can, can, can you work next week or, right? It's like insecure things like that. And he would ask me like, what should we do in this situation? I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, bro, like you're the GM dog. Like, I don't fucking know. I'm just a loser bouncer who does this for fun. 
I don't even cash my paychecks. It's like 11 bucks an hour. They would be like six $200 paychecks. Like, and they'd be like, yo, are you going to take your checks or what? But he would always ask me for advice. And I realized it's because the guy who's naturally socially powerful will always ascend to the power position, even if quote unquote, he shouldn't be in that power position. Now, what happens with this? Well, first of all, you ascend quickly through the ranks. This is the way to go from like corporal to major in like just a couple years. This is the way to go from mailroom worker to freaking vice president of marketing within a couple of years. This is the way to ascend to the leadership position in your friends group, in a group of chicks who are all really hot and who you want to have sex with, but you're wondering, what do I say? What do I do? I don't know what to do, Mark Singh. What you do is you get the fucking power. How do you get the power? Well, I've been talking about it a lot in this podcast. You should go look at the podcast that says, be disagreeable, ask for favors. That's one way to get the power. But being socially powerful is the most important thing when it comes to being a superior man, when it comes to achieving happiness, when it comes to getting money, and most of all, boys, when it comes to getting girls. If you want to get girls, the main thing you should focus on is your social power. Put yourself in uncomfortable social situations. Get used to the adrenaline dump. Get used to fighting through the screensaver mode and being comfortable in front of a hot girl. When you're able to do that, and that's why I love seduction is because hot girls are their ultimate barometer. If they say that you're legit, society says you're legit. If they say you're the man, you are the fucking man. You're going to make tons of money. You're going to make tons of friends. You're going to be super happy. They are the ultimate barometer. They are like little radar systems that can detect your value as a man. And going back to the point I made initially with this third power, it's all about value, social value, social power. And that's communicated through how you talk, how you hold yourself, the kinds of things that you say, the kind of charisma you have, the energy that you have. And it can't be faked, boys. You can listen to this podcast episode a hundred different times. It'll make very little difference to you. All you need to realize is, okay, got it, Mark, social power. Okay, I, I really understand now. Okay, what do I do? You got to put yourself out there, man. You got to open girls, put yourself in uncomfortable social situations. This is why, and a lot of people think we're crazy, me and my clients will go lay down in the aisles of Target or Walmart for two minutes, testing each other to see if we can endure that social pressure. You ask, why the hell would you do that? Because it allows you to take that pressure so that the next time you're talking to a girl, you can think on your feet and she can sense it. She can see it in your body language, your tone, the way your eyes move, the way you stand. Can't be faked. You have to earn this. And you earn that social status by putting yourself in high pressure social situations. Public speaking is another good tip. Embarrassing yourself, farting in public, clapping really loud, whistling really loud, yelling something, yelling back and forth in target to your friend who's like six aisles away. Marissa and I actually do that all the time. So what can you do to put this social pressure on yourself? First, think about that, start doing that exercise. And then I strongly suggest getting into fighting. I strongly suggest getting into working out. You got to train, lift, shoot, and put yourself under intense social pressure. This is the way, boys, that you develop those powers within yourself. Once you have those powers, nothing's going to stop you. You will become a millionaire. You will become financially free. You will be able to attract any girl you want. You will have the life that I know you want, and you're not going to get to the end of your life on your deathbed regretting all the things you didn't do because of fear. Instead, you're going to draw your last breath like a warrior, like a Spartan on the battlefield, 
nodding your head, being proud, looking back, patting yourself on the shoulder, hitting yourself in the heart and saying, yeah, brother, I had the courage to do it. I had the courage to lift. I had the courage to learn how to fight and go into the fear of getting choked out or punched in the face. I had the courage to go up to that fucking 10 and open her and tell her I thought she was beautiful and I wanted to meet her. And now I die with pride in my heart. I don't know about you, man, but that's super motivating. You guys are my brothers fighting shoulder to shoulder with me in the trenches. And when I say we're in the trenches, it sounds glorious, but sometimes it ain't, man. Sometimes it's hard, but you know what? That's okay. In fact, the harder it is, the more scary it is, the more fear and pain that we have to go through, the more we get to grow. So it's all good. Can you see how this is all good? When good things happen, it's good. We enjoy it. We relish in it. And when bad things happen, we say, yes, this is building me as a man. This is what I need to go through to get to that highest level. And when you get to the highest level, it's weird because you actually kind of enjoy the pain. You want more of it. And then you go to the next level and the next level. This is our duty as men. We are the protectors of the sheep against the wolves. We are the man who our woman can count on when the shit hits the fan. We are the hands that protect our brothers, our family, our loved ones, and society as a whole. That is our job as superior men. All right, gentlemen, I really do appreciate you listening. Once again, if you don't agree with any of that, I don't give two shits and neither should you, bro. It's like, be your own man, choose your own reality. But I have a feeling a lot of you guys resonated with that because to me, I feel like it's truth. I feel like it hits home for a lot of you dudes. And listen, if you want to meet with me on a free one-on-one breakthrough session, I'd love to meet with you too. Hit me up on my website. Go to coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching. It's the far right-hand corner on the nav bar. Read through the testimonials. Like I said, if you don't believe in NLP, just read the damn testimonials. Those are all real. I'm not going to have like 50-something dudes like lie for me and say, tell, tell everybody I changed your life. That's not my style, bro. Like all that shit is completely real. And for all my clients that come into the program, it is a life changing experience. I'm really proud of it. And I would love for you to experience it too. All right, gentlemen, I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. So make sure to stay tuned for the next one. And I will see you in the next episode.